right, Dwayne Haskins, here it is. You wanted to play among the ones. Here it comes tonight in Charlotte. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday morning if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer up Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates right where you found this. The Steelers and Panthers will play their annual completely meaningless preseason game. 7.35 p.m. kickoff today at Bank of America Stadium. And Dwayne Haskins will be the guy who goes out there with, oh, I guess whatever will pass for the first-team offense. But more significant, I think, is that Matt Rule, Carolina's coach, told Mike Tomlin this week in a phone call that they had, which tells you a lot, by the way, about how seriously these games are taken. He's going to use his guys. Uh, The Panthers are participating in only their third preseason game, of course. The only two teams that had four were the Steelers and Cowboys. Everybody else is using up every opportunity that they can. So if Haskins is out there with, who I don't know, let's get to projecting here because Najee Harris isn't going to play either. I'd be surprised if you see guys like, I don't know, Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, Trey Turner on the line. Uh, no real reason to use Zach Banner, you'd think, since he's been protected so much in practices coming off the knee surgery. So you're, you're probably looking at three-fifths of the offensive line, uh, Probably both tight ends, maybe, or maybe not. Maybe it's Pat Fryermuth and Zach Gentry and other guys. And the wide receivers, I would imagine you're going to see Deontay Johnson. I don't know, maybe not. Maybe you're not going to see anybody. You know, they have enough players still that they're carrying that they don't have to play any starters. They could pull this off numbers-wise. They really could. And one could make a solid argument for why they should. I think there are a couple of starters that I'd like to see get extra action for various reasons. One of them, on the other side of the ball, is Joe Schobert. He really looked like he could use some more reps in this defensive scheme and doing signal calling and so forth. And I think another, and this goes to the continuing conversation that everyone's having about the secondary, would be... James Pierre, and everyone else involved in the outside corner, slot corner mix. But the dude tonight is Haskins. And I happen to feel that this opportunity that he has in front of him will help shape the dialogue that we all have about the quarterback position meaning amongst ourselves, but infinitely more important, within the Steelers' offices. And that's not a small thing. This is going to be the most impactful, as well as possibly the last impression that we have of Haskins in a football-looking setting 
until next year. So all this stuff that we're going to be fussing over, meaning after the coming season is done and we're getting into the draft and this is it, is Ben done, is Ben not done, uh, Mason Rudolph's the only guy under contract, is he even worth keeping, are they going to move up in the draft, who's available, whose pro days are they visiting, and of course, and of course, what about Haskins? We've got Haskins right here. He's still young. He's a first-round pick. Whether he should have been or not, he was one. And the last thing we're going to have in our heads is what he does in this game tonight, even if that's unfair. This portion of Daily Shot of Steelers is brought to you by Point Park University, Choose from nearly 100 career-focused programs leading to bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees. Choose how and where you'll absorb these programs, whether it's at Point Park's gorgeous downtown Pittsburgh campus, whether it's online. Maybe a flexible hybrid format is for you. Learn more about all of this at pointpark.edu. I'll tell you what I'd like to see from Haskins tonight more than anything else. His arm's not going to surprise me or you or anyone. We know he can fire bullets. We know he can, how did Ben put it, uh, throw the ball through the car wash without getting it wet. That's that's great, and he's going to show that off. He's also going to show off, and I mean that in a positive sense, not in a cocky way, a good touch to the outside. That's been one of the things that's impressed me the most about him in camp and in practices. I didn't know he had that. I knew he could fire it across the middle, and I knew he could let it fly deep. I did not know he had a good soft touch going to the outside, finding just the right shoulder, just the right trajectory, putting just enough air under it. But that that won't be something where we go, whoa, you know? What would be is if he can do some reading out there. If he can look at the Carolina defense, which is going to be vanilla. The Panthers don't want to show anything off to their opponents any more than the Steelers do. But if he can read what's there in front of him, and he can exploit some things, if he can adjust as needed, if he can show a rhythm as a quarterback between the run and the pass, if he can look like a leader, if he can look like he's in command, and I'm picking those two words with a purpose. A couple of weeks ago, in a drill, late on a day of training camp at Heinz Field, Haskins in the offense took over at midfield, and it was just clinical what followed. Everything about what he did, other than one near uh, pick that probably should have been picked by Cam Sutton, went super smoothly. He threw throws of all different kinds. He handed off. Uh, he went to the sideline. Uh, he moved his feet with composure, which is something else that I feel has really stood out for me. Uh, he's not the world's fastest quarterback but what he is is extremely confident in his movements. And that includes not just rolling out, but also stepping up into the pocket. And it was that day after that session that Tomlin used the terminology, 
that he was in command. He ended up using it after a preseason game as well. And if he can show some of that tonight, he's going to create some really significant dialogue among the nation, is he not? You know what I'm talking about, because you and I will be front and center on this, and we'll go all over again through the backup quarterback debate, even though there no longer is one. Mason Rudolph is number two. Haskins is number three. But he's got himself a chance to do something sizable toward his future, whether it's with this franchise or some other in this otherwise meaningless game tonight in Charlotte. When we come back, just one question. Welcome back. This portion of Daily Shot of Steelers is always brought to you by the personal injury law firm of Luxembourg, Garbett, Kelly, and George, LGKG. They represent people who are hurt in car accidents, who need assistance with workers' comp, who filed medical malpractice claims. The attorneys at LGKG have been keeping promises to their clients in our region for over 80 years. Years. That's their thing, keeping promises. When they tell you they're going to do something, they do it. Learn more about them at lgkg.com or by calling 888-842-5454. And today's question comes from Christopher Athari, who asks, Josh Dobbs might not be an NFL quarterback, but he is an actual rocket scientist and loves the game. Can the Steelers find a way to keep him in the building? Maybe develop a future head coach or that bright young offensive coordinator we speak about? Well, I, I know this, Chris. If you broach this with with Josh himself, he'd make this real cringy face. Um, this is someone who's not only bright but also entertaining, funny, self-aware, and a lot of other uh, positive attributes that I could attach to him. He's an NFL quarterback, to ask Josh Dobbs. There's a reason that he's in these training camps. There's a reason that he's taking these jobs. Yes, they pay well. Um, yes, they look great on the resume. But yes, he also believes in himself. Uh, let's not forget that early in this camp, Tomlin, I don't know how serious he was with this or not, because you can never really tell with him when it comes to personnel matters, because he's always trying to play mind games with you, but he was admonishing us reporters for never mentioning Dobbs in our questions about the quarterback depth chart to him. And he said, I know you guys are always asking about Haskins and Rudolph and Haskins and Rudolph, and I'm here to tell you that Dobbs is competing. And at the time that Tomlin spoke, that was a fair assessment. Dobbs had done a lot of good things, including in practices and drills, and he looked very competitive with all three of the quarterbacks beneath Ben Roethlisberger on that depth chart. You don't do that if you're just there for show or you're just there to provide a friendly shoulder to lean on for the starter, as Dobbs always does on the sideline. Yeah, you're right, Chris. He, he's got some kind of future, whether it is in you know, populating Mars or Venus 
or whether it's in football, he's bright enough and ambitious enough that he can do anything. But his outlook is very much on finding his way onto an NFL field. And if you think about where the Steelers were just a couple of years ago, not that anybody really wants to revisit what happened at that position in 2019, but let's remember that the Steelers went into Los Angeles to play the Chargers with Doc Hodges as their starter, not on their depth chart, as their starter in a Sunday night primetime game, if memory serves. This is what all depth chart quarterbacks dream of. This is what they put in their heads when they're training, when they're working out, when they're practicing with their peers. Sure, they know what their place is. They're out there more often than not running the scout team. If Dobbs is retained somehow after playing tonight, and that always gets a little bit complicated, that's going to be his job too. It's going to be some scout team. It's going to be some helping out Ben and whatever else here. I'm not optimistic that he'll be retained because I think he'll perform well tonight as he's performed all along and that there aren't many teams in the league that go four deep at the position of any significant quality. So I, 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 I don't know. I, I hear what you're asking, and I, I just don't think that it's something that you bring up with a player if that's what you're asking, if the, or even if you think about in the back of your mind, like, man, this guy would make a really good coach. You would never, ever, ever say anything like that to him because you'd be disrespecting where he is right now on your football team as a member of your roster. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. And I got to tell you, I don't feel like taking the weekend off if the Steelers are playing tonight. So if anybody's game, uh, I'm happy to do a bonus edition of Daily Shot of Steelers on Saturday. Just let me know through various means, uh, wherever it is that you hear this. Um, We're on all different kinds of platforms, but they all have commenting sections. Just let me know if you're up for a Saturday edition, and and we'll, we'll do one of those tomorrow. Thanks for listening. 